Good afternoon, everyone. It's Ali Corbin, Justin Nielsen here with a look at the stock market for Monday, May 8th, where we saw a mildly mixed day for the major indexes, but still a couple of notable stocks to check in on, Justin. Yeah, we'll take a look at advanced micro devices, AMD, and also Netflix. And finally, uh, another look at Las Vegas Sands in the gaming industry. Let's do it. First, let's take a look at the major indexes. So as I mentioned, a mildly mixed day on the upside. Leading things was the NASDAQ up two tenths of a percent, the S&P 500 also up fractionally today on the downside, the Dow down at two tenths of a percent and the Russell 2000 down at three tenths of a percent. So Justin, after Friday's strong gain, pretty good to see the indexes holding at those levels and uh, at least as of now, not giving much back. Yeah. And I think uh, during our IBD live session this morning, I kept on referring to, oh, it's nice to see a pause. I mean, I said it so many times it could have gotten turned into a drinking game or something. Um, so I, 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 that's exactly what we're seeing right now. We had such a strong day on Friday. And the problem there was that there really wasn't anything to buy. And that still may be the case. But the pause here kind of gives stocks a little bit of a chance to catch up, uh, set up, and potentially give us some something to work with. Um, the, there's, a, there's a lot of things that have to happen on the internals, right. uh, not just the indexes, but under the surface with the breadth and more strength in, in individual stocks and a little bit of a shift away from defense. And we saw a little bit of that today. So that was nice, but um, we just have to see more of it. And one day, two days uh, does not mm -hmm. a trend make. We kind of just need to see that get a little bit more sustained as well. Yeah. And the difficult thing here will be, Justin, if we do see a continuation of strength and a breakout here for the NASDAQ, is that going to be the time to add more exposure or is that strength uh, going to be the signal to lock in profits with a volatile, choppy, sideways market and seeing things start pulling back in at that point, just when they start looking good? Because it seems like that's what's been happening. Yeah, I mean, if you just look at this NASDAQ chart, you can kind of see every time it hits this 12,200 and, and change level, uh, that's, that's kind of where the pause happens. And while the action has been tighter lately, uh, which is good, uh, the, the problem, again, is that not all the stocks have been participating. Um, in fact, what, what's been going on with a lot of individual stocks is they've been in their own trading ranges. And so they keep on hitting their heads at the same level. And it's a little bit of this rinse and repeat. Now, eventually, what we expect is that the indexes will break through this level. We just don't know when and if this is the time. So uh, the more times you kind of hit your head against it, uh, the, the more important that level becomes. Uh, so when we do break above it, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. Yes. All right. Well, now let's also take a look at the S&P 500. And it was able to pause today as well. We're looking at the 4195, 4200 level here for the S&P. The yeah, and the S&P 500 has been a little bit weaker. Um, you know, it, it, it got, you know, punished a little bit more by by banks and oil stocks have also been kind of under pressure. Um, so th th this is a little bit weaker than the NASDAQ. But again, it's it's holding up well, support the 50 day moving average line. Now we are, um, we cleared that 21 day moving average line, we closed above it on Friday. And you can see how the low cleared it today. So these are all these are all good things. Um, again, we just kind of need uh, to see see more of it. And uh, uh, for 
for us, we're looking at those levels of, you know, the February 2nd highs for both the NASDAQ and the S&P 500. Yeah. But if we kind of just uh, shift before we look at the other indexes, it's, it's worth taking a look at the equal weighted indexes oh, that yeah. we've been doing for a while, um, just as a, a, a way to kind of compare and contrast. So for the S&P 500, we look at RSP and uh, yeah, so if, if, if you pull up RSP. Mm -hmm. And then there's RSP. So you yeah, can see so, the big difference between where we are <laughs> right, currently exactly. and the February high. Yeah. So when you take so those paused, I was kind of <laughs> waiting for what? you to say about the comparison of the February high, but oh, oh okay. Here we Sorry. Are. <laughs> um, so the 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 whole idea here is that these um, when you take out the market weighted components and and look there were some there were some strength in google and you know meta's been looking good uh, you know apple has been has been going forward but when you take out those big mar market weights the the overall you know indexes uh, or the the stocks underneath them haven't been showing nearly as much strength and that's what rsp is showing us so we are still kind of at this level of the 50-day moving average line that we're trying to get above. So for as strong as the S&P 500 looks, uh, this RSP still has a ways to go. And QQEW, uh, mm -hmm. just to contrast with the NASDAQ, um, you know, that's looking better, you know, because growth is still leading here. Um, but it's not nearly as strong as QQQ, uh, mm -hmm. which, you know, has already kind of uh, yeah. you know, gotten into highs and is, is stronger than even the NASDAQ composite. So it, again, just kind of really emphasizes how, how narrow this market is. And um, that, that's, that's what makes it tough. I mean, if you have those few stocks that are working, uh, maybe you're finding things okay. If you have the indexes and you're playing them all, all right, not kind of buying them at the top, maybe things are okay. But uh, right now it's, it's still, again, tough to make progress. There's a lot of sector rotation. And again, not as many stocks that are looking as good as the indexes. Mm -hmm. And now let's take a look at zero TNX. This is the 10 year treasury yield, seeing it climb uh, a bit today and now back above that three and a half percent mark. We are going to get more inflation data this week, I believe, Justin. Yeah, I mean, this is something that we're going to be continuing to have to grapple with. Uh, not only are we looking at the economic data uh, for what that means for inflation, but also for recession. I mean, the jobs report was something that um, I think people took some solace in, in terms of maybe this soft landing is still possible, but uh, we're, we're, we're in tenuous territory. You know, any, any little difference here and there can, can swing things to and fro. So uh, it'll be important as these, as, as this data comes out, it's going to be, Hey, what's, what's the Fed going to do this next time, you know, for inflation, but also what does it say for the economy? And that's something that was a big focus uh, this earnings season, as stocks were coming out with their earnings reports, uh, you know, guidance is always important, but I think guidance was even more important this time uh, because right. people were really trying to get a sense of what that means for recession. But it's interesting that the 10-year Treasury yield, um, you know, has been going up here the last couple of days. Uh, so, you know, now it's approaching levels. Uh, you know, usually you wouldn't think the moving averages would make, make that much of a difference here, but you're getting right up there to the 200-day moving average line and the 50-day moving average line and a level that has been kind of resistance here for the 10-year Treasury. So it's going to be a matter of seeing, does this, does this get higher? Because right now, a lot of people are looking at the Fed saying one thing about yeah. how serious they are and, 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 and that, that rate cuts are not coming. Uh, but 
you know, the market is kind of saying a different thing. So uh, eventually we'll have to figure out who's right. Mm -hmm. And um, that, that'll be, once that gets resolved, I think we're, we're going to know a lot more information. Yeah. And we'll definitely be staying on top of this for our audience. So thank you for that, Justin. A couple of sector and thematic ETFs to look at. Here's XLF. Uh, closed off highs, but bank stocks are continuing their bounce after a terrible week last week. Got a little bit of relief on Friday. Uh, but Justin, it seems like uh, a number of bank stocks have been way better short ideas uh, in the short term than trying to play these little bounces. And I remember you saying uh, that you had shorted an individual bank name, you know, seeing a, a weak rally into the moving averages and a rejection there. Yeah. And, you know, the question is, did it get overdone? Well, a lot of times you get a bounce when too many people go on one side of the boat, right? And yeah. everyone is kind of thinking, okay, you know, we got to go short. Um, so you have to be careful of that. But uh, this was another issue that I had with Friday is, uh, you know, certainly there were a lot of bank stocks that were looking strong and to a certain degree a little bit today as well. Um, but the, the charts look horrible, right? So yeah. if that's one of the things that's kind of helping drive strength in the indexes, is that something you can really hang your hat on? So, you know, it, it's worth keeping an eye on XLF here, which is the financial select sector uh, spider fund. Um, but, you know, this this is not providing a lot of buy opportunities in this area. So, um, we have to kind of look elsewhere and see where else we can find strength um, to kind of prop up the indexes a little bit more, get them over that resistance, and again, improve that breadth. It's okay if you don't have every sector participating. Some are kind of sitting on the sidelines, but you know, for a while here, it's been tough to find any sector truly uh carrying the standard bearer of leadership for very long you know they, they they will carry it for like a a week and then you know give it up to another sector and so yeah. if we can kind of get more of that trending i think that'll mm -hmm. be something stronger and while we're here looking at xlf it's worth mentioning that you know gold has been one of those things where we've we've been seeing a little mm -hmm. bit more of this shift to the um you know mm -hmm. to, to, to the shiny metal and you know a lot of times that is seen as a defensive play a lot of the you know gold here you know got that support at the 21 day moving average line um it was showing a little bit of strength today after pulling back last week um gdx which is the gold miners uh is also i think worth watching a lot of the miners look you know very similar right now uh so a little bit of a pullback here a little bit of a pause there's that word again uh but you know the, the gold miners are still looking very interesting. And if you take the long-term perspective there, let's go to the weekly or even the monthly chart. Um, yep. You know, you can, you can see, well, actually let, let's go to GLD, GLD in this regard. Yeah. Um, you know, you can see that we're kind of at this level of long-term uh, potential highs here. So uh, again, this yeah. is going to be a really important area to be watching and see if we can overcome this very long-term resistance that we've been hitting our heads against uh, with gold. Mm-hmm. And uh, also while we're here, a quick check in on Bitcoin. Here's the Bitto ETF, uh, because some have uh, said perhaps this is a, a safe haven area. And it seemed like uh, last week it was uh, doing all right in the face of the the bank woes. And, you know, even when gold gold was getting hit last week or, or the week prior, it seemed like Bitcoin wasn't really, um, you know, acting in the same way. But you know what really can hit Bitcoin 
any headlines related to the Bitcoin exchanges tightening yeah. up or, you know, drama there. And that's what we saw today. Yeah. And, and, and we've been down that road before, of course, <laughs> uh, with, with some of the scandals that have happened with uh, yeah. some of the individual uh, firms there. Um, but you're, you're right. I mean, this has been showing a lot of strength, again, uh, in the face of weakness in the markets where this has been kind of looked to as a safe haven, which again is just so, you know, so strange for a lot of people that it's, <laughs> you know, kind of serving the purpose of a risk on, but also yeah. safe haven. Uh, right. it, it's very, very much of an oxymoron here. Um, but certainly it's, it's something to watch. Of course, today the action was, was really kind of related to Binance and, you know, what was going on there. Um, but you know, this is, this is definitely worth watching. I mean, you know, Falling below the 50-day moving average line is kind of a, a shot across the bow. So we'll just have to see if this is something more serious to come mm -hmm. out of this. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've got a couple more ETFs to, to look at. Uh, speaking of the defensive tone in the market, XLP, the Consumer Staples ETF. Now, Justin, this isn't really an area where we want to see a, a prolonged uh, leadership mantle position for. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that bothered me is how strong this looked. You know, I mean, it was kind of, wow, this is this is a decent looking pattern and it's really climbed up that right hand side. So now it still looks decent here. You know, I mean, this pause almost building a handle for the sector uh, spider ETF here. But what I'd like to see is a little bit more weakness. If we can just kind of get away from the consumer staples, um, you know, you've, you've got such leadership in, in, in food names. I mean, we've been talking about Hershey's, which is, you right. know, looked so much stronger than, than a, a food stock normally would. Um, but, mm -hmm. you know, if we can kind of get away from some of the staples and, uh, and the defensive right. areas and the, the safe haven gold type stuff and, and back into the growth, which was leading mm -hmm. to start this year, uh, that that's one of the things that'll be more of our style of investing. And exactly. Uh, so something we're keeping. Yeah. Mind. And when uh, the broad market was making its advance uh, and a lot of growth stocks were acting well in early January, well, what was XLP doing? Uh, for the most part, it was falling. So there there is that relationship uh, to consider. It doesn't uh, often happen where uh, growth stocks are leading while staples are leading. Does it seem that way to you, Justin? I mean, I guess right. unless everything is swimming in the right, the same direction. Yeah. And, and this is where um, you can pay attention to that blue squiggly line, the relative okay. strength line. So, you know, when, when you have that relative strength line going up for the consumer staples, that's that's something that bothers me a little bit more. Okay. Um, so it, it, it has flattened out, but it is in an overall uptrend, you know. So, again, what I'd like to see is a little bit less relative strength here. I, I don't need it to tank. I just need it to not lead, you know, yeah. so that's what I'm right. looking for. Well said. Okay. And uh, just a quick check in on SMH, the chip stocks making improvements uh, today, reversing higher by about a half a percent here, adding to Friday's gain. So clawing its way back. Uh, we have this convergence of the 50 day line and 21 day line. Uh, it wasn't all too long ago where it looked like uh, a lot of chip stocks were left for dead other than NVIDIA, but mm -hmm. maybe we're starting to see some signs of life. 
Right. And this is where I want to see, um, you know, in, in groups like this, this is where I want to see more of that relative strength, kind of like what you saw at the beginning of this year, but, you know, kind of peaked there in March. So yes, we, we had a pullback and that's fine, but I do want to see groups like this and IGV, which is the software, um, you know, more, more of these showing relative strength versus the XLPs. Right. And hey, I mean, the silver lining potentially could be we like buying on bounces after pullbacks. That's what they're showing now. But can they follow up and can they sustain it? Yeah, the, absolutely. Question. Okay. And so speaking of chip stocks, here's a look at AMD. This really was flexing its strength today with a gain of about 5.8% in above average volume. Three above average volume gains in a row. Earnings came out last week. Uh, it had round tripped and then some, Justin, from a prior breakout. But seeing it snap back so quickly to retake the moving averages is pretty encouraging. Yeah, a nice bounce off the 200-day moving average line. And then today, we really kind of decisively uh, moved above the 50-day moving average line, also crossed a downtrend line, uh, crossed uh, an area uh, area of previous resistance around 88. So, I mean, you've, you've got it exactly right here, Allie. There's all sorts of lines that looked really, really interesting today that uh, AMD was kind of crossing above today and in the last few days. In addition, we're also seeing some volume behind this move. I always like to see that volume accompanying uh, big moves like this. And so having three above average volume days as it powers higher uh, has also been good. But you also have to put it in perspective of, you know, as you mentioned, there's NVIDIA, which is kind of the, the leading um, the leading one in the, in this group right now. Uh, so with a lot of these other ones that are maybe not as strong, you have to worry about, Hey, am I getting the also ran? So, you know, that's, that's the question with AMD. Is it as strong? Um, can it power higher uh, like Nvidia or is it going to do okay, but not be as strong? So this is definitely worth watching. I think the, the action here is promising. And again, this helps SMH and, and a lot of the other chip makers, but um, you know, I guess we need to see more more stocks looking like Nvidia and less that are bouncing off of uh, the 200-day moving average line, yeah. getting some more distance above that line. Yes. Next on our list is Netflix. NFL X of 2.6% today didn't quite have a strong volume behind its move, but powering above its shorter-term moving averages and arguably presenting an early entry in this space, Justin. Yeah, I'm not sure if the writer strike is something that is making uh, Netflix a little bit more attractive to people since it has a lot of things in the can already and mm. uh, can kind of sustain, you know, sustain people's interest with its uh, with its library. But certainly what was interesting about today was that it was crossing this downtrend, uh, kind of tacked on this this handle for a cup. And now it's, it's crossing above that. It was enough for us to put this on Swing Trader. And, um, you know, as you mentioned, the volume wasn't above average, but if you kind of compare it to the last couple weeks, it, it was up there mm -hmm. uh, for, for, for the volume. So it's, it's not as great as it could be, but it's not a complete disaster. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, volume has not been accompanying a lot of these moves, yeah. um, but at least it was the heaviest, um, around the heaviest that we've seen yeah. in the last couple of weeks. So exactly. that's the silver lining there. Yeah. And I think, you know, what would the preference be? A strong price close with a slightly weak volume or strong volume and a not so great price close? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'd take a close uh, near the top. Exactly. I'm with you. 
<laughs> All right. And last but not least, let's uh, check out Las Vegas Sands. After a cup with handle breakout above 60, spend a little bit of time in the buy zone. Now it's pulled back, offering a second chance, perhaps. Perhaps. And I like the support here at the 21-day moving average line. Lots of volume coming in on the upside there. The pullback, not so much volume there. So I, I, I like that there, there hasn't been uh, much volume on the downside. It's really just kind of holding, taking a pause, if you will. So again, I think this is one that is offering a second chance. We are seeing more strength in this area. Now, there is that kind of China fear. You know, we, we for a while, yeah. kind of had China, Chinese stocks in the penalty box. Um, and Las Vegas Sands, I mean, the reality is they have a lot of China exposure uh, with their Macau properties uh, as opposed to their Las Vegas properties. So uh, there, there is that risk. But right now, it's getting support in all the places you'd like it to, you know, at that previous level of resistance, at the 21-day moving average line. And, you know, it still looks viable right here. Okay. All right, Justin, thank you so much. And thanks everyone for tuning in. We will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live. So we hope you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We'll see you there. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. Have a good one. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.